Star Walker Studios presents Age of Gaming, your podcast dedicated to video games, present and future, and celebrating the journey of gamer culture from your mom's basement to the mainstream. Greetings, gamer, and welcome to episode four of the Age of Gaming podcast. I'm your host, Lex Starwalker. Today, I'll talk a bit about all the games I'm playing and games I'm looking forward to. Hello, listener. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to episode four. I'm so glad you tuned in today, and I'm really excited to bring this episode to you. So today, I'm going to do something a little bit different than what I've done the first few episodes. As you know, in the first few episodes of the show, I've each episode taken a specific game and kind of went into that game and and my experiences with it and Nikki's experiences with it for Diablo 3 on our last episode. But today, um, instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk a little bit about quite a few games. And the reason is, is I'm actually playing quite a few games right now. I just different days, I play different games and I haven't really gotten deep enough into any one of them in the last week or so to really feel like I can I can do it justice in, in a whole episode. So I thought instead I would just talk a little bit about all the games I'm playing and then maybe you can let me know which of those you'd like to hear more about next. And also uh, PSX happened. So we learned some about some new games and we got some new trailers and things like that. So I thought I would also mention a few games that I am personally looking forward to trying out in the future. Just a quick note, the show is finally available on iTunes. I don't know what was going on with iTunes, but for some reason there was quite a delay in getting this show listed on iTunes. I actually submitted it as soon as I'd done episode zero, which is what, four weeks ago now? I don't know what took so long, but it's finally available on iTunes. So if you have been listening to the show up to this point and maybe getting it another way, but you prefer iTunes, you can go get it on iTunes now. If you're a new listener that that just now found the show because you found it on iTunes, welcome. Welcome to the show. So great to have you. And finally, there's another great way that you can get this podcast, a new podcast platform called Joyride. And you can find Age of Gaming at getjoyride.com slash ageofgaming. Go check it out. It's a really exciting platform. Allows you to listen to and sync your podcasts across all the different devices you use, including your desktop computer, your tablet, your Android phone. Currently for iPhone, their website is compatible with the OS, but they are making an iPhone app that should be out, I believe, in January. They are also going to be available on the upcoming Android and Apple car apps that are coming out in the beginning of 2015 as well. And you will be able to sync your podcast across all these different ways of listening to podcasts. 
and it's really exciting. I'm really glad to be on Joyride. So enough about that. Let's get into some gaming stuff. So I've gotten quite a few new games recently, and partly because there have been a lot of games on sale on the PlayStation Store. And so one of the new games that I got, and this isn't, it's new to me, it's not a new game, is a little game called Flow. And sometimes I just like to kind of relax and play something kind of low-key where I don't have to stress out about it or anything. And Flow is just such a game. It takes a little getting used to. It's kind of funny. The first time I played it, I don't know, I felt really awkward. Like, I really couldn't control anything because you don't control your character, which which is a uh, some kind of marine life form. You don't control it with your analog sticks. You instead control it by tilting and tipping the controller. I don't know. At first, I would have said it's not very intuitive, and I, I really had a hard time getting a feel for it the first time I played the game. But then the second time I played the game, I just did it. And I'm not even sure exactly how I'm doing it. I'm not sure that I could tell someone how to control the thing. I just... My subconscious figured it out, and now it feels pretty intuitive to me. So I guess if you try Flow and you're a little frustrated with the controls, just walk away from the game and try it again in a day or two, and you may find it a lot easier. Let your subconscious chew on it for a bit. But it's a pretty fun game. Um, there's not a lot to it. You just eat these little pieces of food, and and your creature grows and, and evolves. And then there are other creatures, some of them bigger than you, some of them smaller than you that you need to eat without them eating you i really like the music i really like the ambiance and the the visuals of it it's a lot of fun and i got that on the playstation store for a dollar and 80 (laughs) cents a game doesn't have to do a whole lot for you to get a dollar and 80 cents out of it i don't know if it's still available for that price (laughs) unfortunately on the playstation store once you buy something when you go look at it in the store you no longer see the current price and I'm not sure how you can. Maybe on, on the web you can, but on the actual PlayStation, it just says that you've purchased it. It doesn't tell you what the current price is. Uh, another game that I'm pretty sure is free right now, still on the PlayStation 4, is I think it's called Injustice Gods Among Us. And I actually have this game. I haven't been playing it recently, but it is a fighting game where you play DC characters and it's like you know Mortal Kombat or something like that it's just you know you fight another character or you fight another player it's pretty cool though one reason I haven't played it much is it's a little bit involved for me because I'm not like super into those games you know I'll play them for a bit for shits and giggles but I'm not one to sit there and memorize all the moves and stuff and the game is pretty involved as far as the number and types of moves that you have access to And so, you know, I played it a little bit and I was kind of like, you know, this is a game I really need to spend some time with to be any good at. And I just don't really feel like doing that right now. But it's pretty cool. Um, One of the reasons I actually got it was because I'd I'd read good reviews about the story of the game, um, which is kind of an innovation to even have a story in a game like that. I played through some of the story and I'm sorry, but the story is really stupid. (laughs) I don't know. I think the people like giving good reviews because of the story were just impressed that there was a story and weren't necessarily saying that the story itself was any good because I think it's really stupid. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So anyway, I haven't been playing that game. I have it and Nikki got it because it's free now. 
And of course, that was a feel bad moment for me because I paid like 30 bucks for it or, or no, I think I paid more than that for it. I think I paid maybe 40 or 50 for it because I wanted a game that Nikki and I could play together. And at the time, there wasn't anything that we had. Then it, it went on sale on the PlayStation Store for $30 a couple weeks ago. And I was like, well, that sucks because I paid like 50 or 60 for it. And then the week after, it was free. So I feel sorry for all the people that like saw it for 30 bucks and was like, oh, this is a good deal. I'll get it. And then the next week, it's free. So I don't know. That seems kind of shady on, on the part of PlayStation, I think. And in case you don't know, if you use the PlayStation for, if you're a PlayStation Plus member and you buy a game either for free or for a discount because you're a PlayStation Plus member, if you ever stop being a PlayStation Plus member, you can't play that game anymore until you buy it at the full price or pay the difference of the full price versus what you paid for it. So keep that in mind. Um, Those sales are a good deal as long as you're going to be a PlayStation Plus member. But if you're thinking, oh, I'll just try PlayStation Plus out, you know, I'll get a bunch of games and then I'll cancel. Um, That's not going to work because you won't be able to play those games until you pay the rest of the money. That's kind of lame too. And and I think it's lame that they do that. But yet when I buy a game for $60 and then a few months later, they give it away for free. They don't give me like a credit or anything. So, you know, of course, when it benefits Sony, then they'll come after you. But when it would benefit you, they, you know, they can't be bothered with it. But what are you going to do? I've also been playing another uh, fun little game called Resogun. And this also is not a new game. And I just realized I'm totally going out of order of my notes here. So hopefully I don't forget something. But uh, Nikki and I got Resogun. This is a game when I first got the PlayStation 4 in August, I think it was, I went online and I read every review I could find that was something along the lines of what are the best games to play on PlayStation 4 because I wanted to see the best games. And I ended up getting The Last of Us because pretty much everybody was saying that was the best game on PlayStation 4. But it was pretty well agreed the top three games, like different places ordered them in in different orders. But most places I looked with reviews said, you know, that the best games on PlayStation 4 were The Last of Us Remastered, Resogun, and Infamous Second Son. So I really liked Resogun then, but it's like this little kind of arcade game. And I felt it was kind of overpriced for what it was. And it didn't seem like I'd get a lot of playtime out of it because it's pretty, you know, one-dimensional. But recently, a few weeks ago, it was on sale on the PlayStation Store, and I think it was like six bucks or something. And so I got it, and I started playing it, and I loved it, and so I got Nikki to, to get it so we could play it cooperatively. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, there's not a lot to it, but... <laughs> It's just good fun, and it it reminds me of some of the old games I played in the early days, like Space Invaders or Asteroids or Galaxian, that I really liked. I was a big fan of Galaxian, and this is like that, dialed up to 11, and just awesome graphics, awesome sound, awesome music. The gameplay's really fun. It's really fast-paced and exciting without being too frustrating another thing that's kind of cool is you can you can make your own ships you can design your own ships which is kind of fun 
Uh, so I looked through the catalog of ships that other people had designed, and there were some cool designs, but I never found one that had a design I liked with stats that I liked. So I had Nikki build me a ship, and she built me an Enterprise that uh, had the stats that I wanted. And we've both been playing our little Enterprises, and, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, so, yeah, Resogun's a lot of fun. I, I actually liked it so much that I got the, uh, not just the expansion, but I forget what it's called, but they have a thing where you pay like eight bucks and you get all the expansions they ever make for it. And so I got that, and I got the current expansion, which adds another game mode, which is called Demolition or something like that. And I haven't actually tried that yet. I've just been playing the regular mode. But that game's a lot of fun, and it's a it's a beautiful game. And uh, it's a lot of fun to play cooperatively with someone, which you can do over uh, the internet, which is awesome. So let me go back to the the beginning of my list here so I don't miss anything. Uh, the newest game I just got is Plants and Zombies Garden Warfare. Now, this is a game that I would normally never buy. It just doesn't look like something I would be into. However, for a limited time, I think it was just over the weekend, it was actually free uh, for PlayStation Plus. It's normally $40. And so I was like, what the hell? So I downloaded it for me and I downloaded it for Nikki. And we've been playing that a little bit. We just got it like a day or two ago. It's actually really fun, and I I really like it. I like it a lot more than I than I thought I would. I didn't actually think I would play it. I mainly got it for Nikki, but I downloaded it for me so we could at least play together. And I just love the the art style of the game and the, just the color and the resolution of the graphics. It's just a beautiful game. Uh, the music's really fun. It's just a it's just a fun silly game. And uh, I like the stickers that you collect and, and all the customizations you can unlock for your for your characters. It's really cool, really well done. I just checked today and it looks like it's no longer free. And something I want to say here about, about that is I actually found out about that from IGN. I use a Roku box for my TV and so I have YouTube on there and it seems like I watch more YouTube than actual TV anymore. But I am subscribed to the IGN channel on YouTube because they a lot of times have little bits about reviews of current games or previews of upcoming games and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. And I found out on one of their little shows that this game was available on the PlayStation Store for PlayStation Plus members for free. And so I went into PlayStation to get it. And, you know, when you go into the PlayStation Store, there's a section for PlayStation Plus where they show you all the free games. And it wasn't in that section. (laughs) If I wouldn't have seen this on IGN, I would have never known about it. So I tweeted about it. I posted it on Google Plus. And feel free to to follow me on Twitter at Lex Starwalker or find me on Google Plus. Just look for Lex Starwalker. I'm much more active on Google Plus if you're wondering which one to choose. Um, and anytime I find out about something like this, I'll always, at the very least, post it on Google+. And, and if I have time, I'll put it on Twitter, too. But, uh, yeah, you know, so if you don't watch IG on, on YouTube or pay any attention to it, um, check it out. Because if, if it weren't for them, I would have never known about this. And I think maybe it's because this was something EA was doing. They offered uh, during the PSX 
weekend, they offered a game for each of the platforms, PS4, PS3, and Vita, I think. They offered a free game for each of those. And maybe because it was something EA was doing and it wasn't something Sony was doing, that's why it wasn't advertised at all in the PlayStation Store. But again, it seems kind of shady to have these free games but not draw your attention to it, which would be great. I'd love in the PlayStation Store if you could get noted, if you could mark a game and say, hey, if this game's ever on sale, let me know. <laughs> that would be awesome. I haven't played that game a lot, but played it a bit, had some fun with it. We've done the cooperative. You know, just playing by ourselves against the zombies as plants. And then we've done a bit of the PvP, which is fun. But again, like PvP in a lot of games I've played, it doesn't seem perfectly balanced to where, you know, there's just certain characters you're probably not going to want to play in PvP, which is too bad. But uh, what are you going to do? Another new game I've gotten. And again, this isn't a new game. It's just new to me is I just got Tomb Raider Definitive Edition And again, I got that because it was on sale. It was $18 for PlayStation Plus. I read really good reviews of that game, and I I did not play the PS3 version. In fact, I've never played a Tomb Raider game. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm not sure why I never played a Tomb Raider game, but I never did. Because you'd think it'd be right up my alley alley because I'm into archaeology and anthropology. Although that seems to be just kind of hardly at all relevant to the actual game itself. But it's there a little bit. Um, But I just never played one. Um, So I got this. I've only played about 10% of the game. I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's a really cool game. It it, it reminds me in some ways of The Last of Us in that it's like being in a movie. It's very immersive. The graphics are excellent. The sound is excellent. Um, The hair and fabrics is excellent. Unlike, you know, like Dragon Age, which I complained about (laughs) in an episode. Um, This is really good. This is showing you... Um, what you're paying for with a, with a PS4. It does not look like a PS3 game, you know, just ported over to PS4. They actually enhance the graphics and, and it's really great. And I've seen side-by-side screenshots of PS4 versus PS3 and it's a pretty, pretty huge difference. And, you know, with my limited experience with the game so far, I would agree with most of the reviews I've read, which say, you know, if you've played it on PS3, it's not worth buying it again on PS4. But, I mean, if you have PS3 and PS4 and you haven't gotten this game yet and you want to, it's a no-brainer. Get it on PS4. It's it's amazing. The fidelity. And it's a lot of fun to play. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And it's great to play a female character. I just have to say, you see so few. Even today, here we are in the 21st century, you see so few strong female characters in a game like that where everybody plays the same character. I mean, sure... In games where you make a character, like, say, Dragon Age, you can make a female character. But in games like Tomb Raider or The Last of Us, where everybody plays the same character, it's so rarely a woman. And that's so awesome to see. It doesn't hurt that she's really pretty, too. Is it okay to say that? Anyway. uh, Another game that I have that I've already mentioned is Infamous Second Son, which, again, is one of those three games that most people believe are the best games on on ps4 at least up to this point and i have played that i'm not sure where i'm at as far as the total content of the game uh if you know the game i'm to the point where i have my neon abilities so i'm not sure i i get the feeling like i may be about halfway but i really have no idea 
That game is just a blast. It kind of reminds me, as far as the gameplay, it reminds me a bit of Batman Arkham City, which I played on the PC, I believe. In that, it's that kind of open world thing where you have missions that you can do or you can just run around tearing stuff up and, and having fun. That's a really fun game. I, I really like it. I've kind of taken a break from it, but I, I'd say chances are good that that might be the next game I cover just because it's the one I've liked and played the most so far that I haven't already talked about. Yeah, that's a that's a really great game. So if you have a PS4 and you haven't checked out Infamous Second Son, definitely check it out. You get to feel very awesome and powerful and do lots of fun, crazy things. I also got Watch Dogs, and that I went to GameStop and bought it used, which, again, unless you're getting a huge deal on the PlayStation Store, I would recommend buying physical games from a store, getting disc, because later you can sell it back. Also, if you have friends or a spouse or people in your family that you share your PlayStation with, uh, they can install that game on their account and play it. Obviously, you can't both play it at the same time because you need to disc but if you buy a game on the playstation store they can't play it on their account they have to be in your account which means you can't if you have two playstations you can't play yours at all where if you get the disc like for instance we have watchdogs and infamous and dragon age on disc so you know one of us can be playing watchdogs and one of us can be playing infamous even though we only have one disc of all of those and when we're done with the game we can sell it back Or in the case of like Dragon Age, if we decide, you know, this game isn't that great, we can sell it back and and at least get some of the money back. And if you buy it used, you save a few dollars. It's usually not much. Actually, usually when I go to buy a game, the difference between the used and new price is so small, like three, four, five dollars that I'm just like, fuck it. I'm getting I'm getting a new game because like I bought Watch Dogs used from GameStop and there's a scratch on the disc. And I'm like, you know, back in the day when you would actually sell used CDs to stores, they would never buy a CD from you that had a scratch on it. But GameStop will. Buyer beware. Um, I don't know if it's going to affect the gameplay. So far, it hasn't seemed to. But I haven't played Watch Dogs that, that much yet. So that's the next game, Watch Dogs. I played it just a little bit. It seems really cool. I like the open world aspect of it. I like the hacking mechanic. But man, trying to drive a car in that game is a bitch. So I don't know, maybe I just suck, though I have seen some indications online that everybody maybe thinks driving in that game is a bitch and, and is kind of not very good. But I got kind of frustrated with it. I, I was doing some mission where I had to drive through these checkpoints and chase this person. And I could barely control my car just to drive normal through traffic, much rather, you know, high speed maneuvers. So I got a little frustrated with it and I, I haven't gone back to it in a while, but but I will. Also, of course, I played a little Diablo 3. And speaking of Diablo 3, I just want to say, I think maybe I came off a little harsher last week than I wanted to. Part of it is because I know that Nikki loves the game and I wanted to kind of give the devil's advocate perspective because I really hate online when you see all these sheeple that either love or hate something and there's no in-between. You know, it's like Dragon Age. You know, you see all these people online just raving about the game like... Like, Bioware shits gold, and there's nothing less than spectacular about this game. And I'm like, are they playing the same game I am? Because, yeah, it's an okay game, but I reviewed it. There's quite a few things about it that are kind of like, really, Bioware? (laughs) This is what you're giving me? You know, and then you have your people that hate the thing, 
and think that, you know, it's just terrible and there's nothing good about it. A, a good example of this is the Destiny community. You know, you watch or listen to people talk about Destiny and you've got your people that just love everything about it and just think it's the best game ever and don't understand how anybody could not love it. And then you have the people that just hate everything about it and think it's terrible. It seems like there's not many people, or maybe they just know better than to open their mouths, that are like me that are somewhere in the middle, which basically my opinion is, is the actual gameplay Destiny is pretty fun, but it's a ridiculously sad lack of content and things to do in the game and comparing what, I mean, if it was a $20 game, I'd be happy with it. But for $60, the amount of content and playtime I got out of it was ridiculously mediocre. And the expansions are way overpriced for what you're getting. This expansion coming out, you're getting like, I think, three new missions and a new strike and a new raid. And that's about it. Two additions to the level cap. (laughs) It's like, really? Um, That's your expansion? What's expansive about that? (laughs) Not to mention it was all on the disc to begin with, but we won't even go there. But anyway, so you don't hear moderate opinions, it seems like a lot. People like to polarize. Um, So I don't want to be like that. I I try to give an honest review of things. I try to give the good and the bad. So I was trying to be devil's advocate a bit with Diablo 3. And also, I just don't like it as much as a lot of people seem to. I just think it's kind of, you know, it's like you have popcorn movies. This is a popcorn game, right? It's like, okay, but it's not like the second coming or anything like that. But in the editing process and listening to the whole thing i was like well i i almost sound like i don't like the game and that's not true i i like diablo 3 a lot um i just don't play it a whole lot because i find it it gets a little monotonous after a while and i'd rather do something else and uh dragon age inquisition i've been playing a little bit not a whole lot i'm kind of not super impressed with that game it's actually kind of boring (laughs) Like listening to all these people talk and people really get into this social thing and like romancing people in a video game. And I just don't get it. I'm like, it's kind of boring. <laughs> Most of the time, I just wish they'd shut up. <laughs> I tend to pick my uh, my party based on the characters that I find the least obnoxious um, as opposed to necessarily how effective they are. But uh, yeah, I, it's just, you know, it's clunky animations, lots of bugs, the graphics, especially of the characters it's not very good at all and um it's just this tired rpg model you know it's there's nothing really innovative about it now there is a big patch supposedly coming out today where bioware is claiming to to fix some things but i've heard this from bioware before so i'll believe it when i see it but maybe maybe it'll get better so those are all on the ps4 i'm also playing star citizen on the pc which is in i think it's still I'm not sure if it's classified alpha or pre-alpha at this point, but we have the hangar module, which is you can go in the hangar and look at your ships. We have the dogfighting module where you can go out and you can fight versus the AI or you can fight versus other players. We have the racing module and we also have now where you can team up with a friend and go fight against the AI in the dogfighting module, which, which is pretty cool. So I've been playing around with that a lot. You know, it is an alpha or pre-alpha, whatever it it technically is at this point. So there's a lot of changes all the time. And, you know, it's alpha. So things aren't completely dialed in and aren't picture perfect and everything. So I don't play it all the time. 
And there's also not, you know, a story yet. However, I guess they're saying now that by the end of 2015, we're going to get the first chapter of Squadron 42, which is the single player campaign in the game. So if you don't know anything about Star Citizen, basically Star Citizen is a whole bunch of games wrapped into one. It's like my wet dream of a video game. Uh, it the, the biggest, probably main part of it is a a space simulator so it's kind of like if if you know anything about eve online it's kind of like eve online without all the spreadsheets and where you can actually control your ship with a joystick or a hotas or a gamepad or god forbid mouse and keyboard as opposed to just click to move like like eve is um it actually you know it's hand-eye coordination and skill and maneuvers and things like that like you can actually you know crash your ship trying to land it kind of thing which is awesome so there's that element to it there is a persistent universe you can interact with other players there's pvp there are places in the galaxy that are relatively safe kind of like an eve you know where there are places where you can go and and there's not any pvp but then there's places you can go and anybody can shoot at anybody pretty much there's exploration, there's mining and, and uh, finding jump points. And you'll unlike Eve, you'll be able to go down onto the planets and interact with people on the planets in a first-person perspective. There's also going to be a first-person shooter aspect to the game and the racing, which I already mentioned, and all kinds of stuff. It's just a massive, ridiculously massive game, and you've got to check it out if you have a halfway decent pc and you you haven't checked this out yet another thing speaking of a halfway decent pc that i like about this game is unlike so many pc games this game is not made for the lowest common denominator this game is made for people who actually have gaming pcs it is not made for people to play on their Macs. it is not made for people to play on their pc that's 10 plus years old This is a game for gamers who actually invest in gaming machines, you know? (laughs) So it's awesome. It's going to have great fidelity in the graphics and the sound and and just, just amazing game. So I am really looking forward to playing that more and talking more about it. In fact, so much that I'm going to be doing a Star Citizen podcast very soon, in addition to this one. So in addition to all those games I'm playing, there are a few games coming out uh, in the future that I'm really excited about. Uh, more Star Citizen, which I've already talked about. I'm, I'm looking forward to all the new content coming out for that in the future. I'm really looking forward to Batman Arkham Knight. The preview I've seen where uh, Batman's driving around in his Batmobile against some tanks and taking them out with like a turret-mounted high caliber machine gun and rockets and shit just looks awesome looks like so much fun i really liked arkham city love that game love that game i'm really looking forward to batman arkham knight i think that'll be a great game there's a resogun defenders expansion on the horizon that i'm really looking forward to especially since i'm gonna get it for for nothing i've basically already paid for it and there's also this game that i'm kind of i think looks pretty cool it's called distance and uh, go go check it out. Go Google it if, if you haven't seen this yet. It's basically like a racing game, but it takes place in these kind of sci-fi 
environments. It's it's kind of like Tron on steroids kind of thing almost. And it looks really cool. I'm usually not a huge fan of racing games, but this one I might have to get. It looks really cool. I'm definitely going to be keeping my eyes on it. Well, we're in the home stretch now of this, the fourth episode of Age of Gaming. If you would like to reach me, you can email me at ageofgamingpodcast at gmail.com. Please let me know those games I've talked about that I, that I have that I'm playing. If there's one in particular you'd like to hear more about. Or if you know of an awesome game that's out there or coming out soon that you haven't heard me mention that you think I might like, let me know. You can also find me on Google+. Plus. Just look for Lex Starwalker. You can follow me on Twitter at Lex Starwalker. And please visit our website, starwalkerstudios.com. You can find lots of helpful links there, as well as our other podcasts, including GM Intrusions, which is a podcast about the Cypher System Numenera game, which is a tabletop RPG game. If you're into tabletop RPGs, check out that podcast and check out that game. It's awesome. Beer Tasters, which is a podcast about craft and import beer and just loving and enjoying beer. And if you are a beer fan, that podcast is for you. Or if you are curious and think you might want to become a beer fan or learn more about it, podcast is for you. Uh, We very much try to explain things for, for beginners. Of course, this podcast, Age of Gaming. And as I said, I am soon coming out with a Star Citizen podcast. We'll probably be releasing episode zero this week and the first episode next week. So keep an eye out for that. If you enjoy the show, please help support it and keep it going. A great way you can do so is to head on over to our Joyride page at getjoyride.com slash ageofgaming and become a supporter of the show. You can pledge a certain amount every month and help support the show and you'll get some cool little thank yous from us for doing so. Another great way that you can help us out is we do have a donation button on our website at starwalkerstudios.com if you feel more comfortable just giving a one-time donation. You can also use our Amazon referral link in the show notes. So I usually when I talk about games, I will link them on Amazon in the show notes. You can just click that link, go over to Amazon, buy whatever you want to buy. It won't cost you any more, but it will help us out. So thank you so much for listening to Age of Gaming. And thank you so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. Until next time, respawn and get back in there, gamer. This has been a Starwalker Studios production. Your source for quality gaming and hobby podcasts. This episode's music provided by Clown Dubstep and Mind Cleaner. Please see the show notes for details at starwalkerstudios.com slash age of gaming.